Welcome, or welcome back, to Chatterboxing, the miscellaneous podcast with just three guarantees. Excellent storytelling, engaging conversations, and, as always, an ever-changing premise. Today's premise is holiday-themed, and it's going to make the episode rather short. Let's just dive right into it, hit us up with that theme song, and then we'll chat. So I like to talk, hope you like to listen, cause I ain't gonna stop, I'm a man on a mission, it's Chatterboxing, yeah, it's Chatterboxing. In our recent bonus episode, we talked a little bit about holiday music, Christmas music specifically. In this episode, I would like to jump into a song in particular that I just was listening to it by force during the holiday season because that's what that's what this existence is. Christmas music is being played everywhere all the time. Uh, every store you go into, uh, every time you turn your car on and on the radio, uh, it's just every, in every commercial. So. This this one song I just heard a few dozen times and I just started really listening to the lyrics and thinking this this song is lyrically not good. It's just not a good song. Or at the very least I could easily tear it apart. And so I thought just for a short little fun spreading the joy experience I might do that. Let's talk about Holly Jolly Christmas. Okay. I am going to just Go through these lyrics, and we're gonna we're just gonna discuss. Theme song random segment. So the song starts off with a very strong introduction. The song title is uh, "Holly Jolly Christmas," or sometimes "Have a Holly Jolly Christmas." Uh, so the the opening lyric is "Have a Holly Jolly Christmas." Okay, so that's established. We have a title. It's the best time of the year. Debatable, arguably not true. Now, the real crimes start here. That's actually not, that's not a rhyming part of it. It's not a lyric. I know that that rhymed, but that's, okay. The next lyric is, I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. This is the lyric I take biggest issue with. Let me explain. Firstly, the lyric infers that we are in the middle of a conversation, which is just annoying to me. The singer seems to almost act as if perhaps I just asked them, hey, is there going to be snow this Christmas? I assure you I would never consult a Yuletide crooner for my weather report. There's just no reason for that. Or perhaps there is no assumption of conversation, and instead this person just approaches me to share their knowledge about the upcoming weather situation. Only it turns out their knowledge that they wish to share is that they have no fucking clue whatsoever. It's like pulling the... How about this crazy weather? Small talk out of thin air, only to have nothing to say about it. Like, jeez, these gas prices. I ride my bike to work, though. I have no clue if the prices are high or low or whatever. I just actually have a suspended license, and doesn't doesn't mean anything to me. I, you know, I, I will never be driving a vehicle again. But these gas prices, <laughs> useless. A useless opening to this lyrical phrase. But the real atrocity occurs in the anchor of the phrase, the back half of the phrase, where you expect the songwriter to at least tie the idea in and have a bit of a payoff. Uh, But they don't put a bow on it for us here to unwrap and understand without any issue. There is is such issue. The payoff lyric... Okay, so the payoff lyric for this whole 
let me randomly talk to you about the chance of whether we will have a white Christmas or not, even though I have no clue. It's a complete non sequitur. The lyric is, but have a cup of cheer. I don't know if there will be snow, but have a cup of cheer. I have no clue what the weather will be like, but I recommend drinking just in case. Tell me an alcoholic didn't write that. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Now, this one bothers me, too, just because it's just another pointless thing. There's just extra words in here that don't need to be here. It's say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. You could have just said say hello to everyone because you're including everyone in this. But, but clearly, this was done to, to make up a rhyme. Friends you know and everyone you meet. The meet rhyming with the street, obviously. You didn't need all of that shit. Just write a better lyric. There's no need to specify say hello to your friends and also everyone else. Also, don't tell me what to do. That's aggressive. I just want to take a quick moment to realize just how stupidly successful commercially this song has been. Though it was released in 1964, after some rules were changed on eligibility for the Billboard Hot 100, it charted in 2017 at number 38. People just listen to this thing over and over again incessantly because of its previous popularity and because of the mood they get into, I guess, when they listen to it. In January of 2020, you know, when when we were just about to see the world end? Number four. Number four. In January, according to Wikipedia, and according to me, this is a song that leads off with its title, ends essentially with its title, and just repeats its title over and over and over again. And then in between that has just the most useless rhymes. This song, years later, has received a greater and greater audience. And it blows my mind. To be fair, I shouldn't be surprised because I think that Single Ladies won a Grammy. Probably the most repetitive Grammy-winning song ever. That's actually definitely not true. Grammys are bullshit. Anyway, to actually speak on this, repetition, when used correctly as a songwriter can make music very infectious and it's no surprise that this song has lived on the way that it has especially when it has the bolstering of being a holiday song, a christmas song let's just say it outright uh you're given when you're a christmas you've got a christmas classic song it's given leeway even if the lyrics don't hold up it's you know it's just what everyone knows and people like Repetition for the very same reason why so many pop songs sound similar these days because people like to hear what they're familiar with. So a lot of these melodies are reused, a lot of chord progression. I mean, it's hard to avoid reusing chord progressions or even semblances of melodies, but they do this purposefully. And, and I say they, meaning top 40 songwriters. Oh, ho, the mistletoe hung where you can see. So I don't know if this lyric is supposed to be tied into the the next phrase directly. So hung where you can see somebody waits for you. Like, can I see the somebody that's waiting for me or can I see the mistletoe? Because it's hung where I can see it. Either way, it's clunky. But if it is, oh ho, the mistletoe hung where you can see it. Bullshit. History has taught us time and time again that that motherfucker, the mistletoe, waits to reveal itself until you and your crush are awkwardly standing underneath it. Like, pow, bitch. It's now or never. Slap that smooch or miss your chance. Oh, you hardly know each other. So what? I'm the mistletoe. I'm the 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 tactical nuke of Christmas. Boy, that is a you just reference. loaded into this lobby and the countdown has already begun. You are cornered. Back out of it and be the coward or suck it up, suck face, and do your best. Somebody waits for you. Kiss her once for me. Okay. Okay. I get why this lyric was written. Specifically in its time. It was supposed to be this tongue-in-cheek thing. But whose tongue and cheek are involved here? Its intention is to come off as this sarcastic oldie being like, Hey, young fella, I'm sure you've got a lass. Enjoy being young, slaps you on the back, and goes back to being as old as molasses. But the lyric just hasn't aged well. Like, a lot of Christmas songs have this issue, but um, this one... Like, it especially doesn't age well when you've got, like, a younger person, Mr. Bubbly or, or Brett Aldridge, youngish men telling me, hey, your romantic interest, give her a kiss on my behalf. Put your back into it. She'll know it came from me. We go back a long way. Somebody waits for you. She's just standing there under the mistletoe, awaiting. Well, you force me to listen to you talk about how you know nothing about the weather but insist I drink. There's also a side quest to go on that I, I won't bother with right now. But what if it's not a she? What a weird, weird song. Then the song basically repeats, and many of its infractions are committed a second time through. It's remarkable the singer hasn't followed out by the time they're done finishing it. But done finishing it? Yeah, you know what I meant. But what gets me as a cherry on top is this concluding lyric. It's just it's just bad songwriting. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and in case you didn't hear, oh by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year. In case I didn't hear, you spent the whole song, you started the song with have a holly jolly Christmas, you spent the whole song shouting at me to have a holly jolly Christmas. And then you repeated it a second time through just to conclude with in case I didn't hear. The only way I didn't hear you, Burl Ives, is if I tuned you out. And while I'd like to, that's difficult. Yes, I hear. I heard all of the things you had to say, you repetitive, trite, obnoxious creature. All right, let's part with the goofiness. I just have a few announcements uh, regarding the show. Uh, number one, we will not have a new episode. I said new very oddly there. Uh, we will not have a new episode until next year. Oh, wishing everyone happy holidays uh, and hopefully a prosperous, safe, happy, and wholesome 2022. Uh, with that in mind, it's not just because I'm taking some time to do other things. It's because I'm taking some time to work on a rather time-consuming chatterboxing that I have coming up. I'm very excited for it. It's uh, pretty outlandish compared to some of the other stuff I've done, but then again, it's this is the show. It's an ever-changing premise. We're always doing something different. I would like to get back to some story timing. I've got some, some ideas, uh, so there will definitely be some more of that in the new year, but this, this one that I'm referring to this first, I think it'll be the first episode of the new year, it's going to be very music-driven. Stories on the Spot is on a break. It's been difficult for Ben and I to find time to get together and record some stuff. Uh, I would certainly love to get back to telling you guys some stories made up off the cuff, campfire style, yada yada. It is a lot of fun to do, but it's also a lot of work, especially with the time that goes into editing it. So it's been, uh, it's been difficult to keep that up, but I intend to get back at it sometime next year.
I mentioned music a moment ago. There's also some things that I have been working on musically that I really hope you get a chance to check out, including December 31st. This is not the end. The Star Reacher Syndicate finally being released. Uh, I've been working on this thing for a long while over the course of the year. Had intended to release it uh, in the summertime and then ended up just putting it on a side table for a while because it was just too hard to decide what of the number of songs I had written for the project I really wanted to fully pursue and, and finish up and then publish. And I think I've finally found the track listing that I'm satisfied with. So that should be out very shortly, as I said, December 31st. So please go check that out wherever you listen to tunes. That's This is Not the End, the Star Eater Syndicate, and myself, Jesse Bloodgood. I think that's about it. Um, if anyone has any ideas for episodes, any new weird premises, or anything you'd like to hear from Chatterboxing, or just from any of my other art in the upcoming year, please let me know. Uh, if you got me on social media, you can feel free to reach out that way. Or uh, you can shoot an email to chatterboxingpod at gmail.com. Thanks, and uh, enjoy whatever it is you're going to do to celebrate or not celebrate the rest of the holiday season. And in case you didn't hear, I'll see you guys around next time for our next chat. This is a Be Good Indie Arts podcast. Follow us at BGI Arts to learn more. This is a Be Good Indie Arts podcast. Follow us at BGI Arts to learn more.